Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, where food bloggers come to get their fill of the latest tips, tricks, and insight into the world of food blogging. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll provide you with the tools you need to add value to your blog, and we'll also ensure you're taking care of yourself because food blogging is a demanding job. Now, please welcome your host, Megan Porta. Hey, Eat Blog Talkers. It is just you and me today, and I have been super pumped about being here to talk about how to use fear as a tool for success. First, though, I want to say thank you for listening. As always, I am so grateful for you, and I truly hope that you find value here because that is always my number one priority with this podcast. I would be so grateful if you headed to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review eBlog Talk. Also, check out my resources page on the blog. You will find a few affiliate links that could benefit you. Things like Flowdesk savings, a free SEMrush trial, and Instacart membership savings. You will find those at eblogtalk.com forward slash resources. If you have an interesting topic to discuss that relates in some way to food blogging, fill out an application. Also, there is a new forum for food bloggers that does not involve spending money or Facebook. Hop over and contribute to the discussions going on at forum.eblogtalk.com. And if creating time in your life for good things and success is something that you want for your business and your life, I would love for you to join the Always Enough Facebook group. Reserve your spot for February or March 2020 by visiting eatblogtalk.com forward slash always enough. Use the coupon code EBTLISTENER to get $20 off. This offer expires on January 31st, 2020. Again, go to eatblogtalk.com forward slash always enough. Today, I am here to chat with you about fear and how you can use fear as a tool for success in your life and in your business. I'm going to start by reading a few of my favorite Eleanor Roosevelt quotes. I love her perspective on fear so much and how she so often talked about facing our fears instead of running away from them. You gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You must do the thing you think you cannot do. And I believe anyone can conquer fear by doing the things he fears to do, provided he keeps doing them until he gets a record of successful experience behind him. I love those quotes, and I'm going to start this episode by explaining a little bit about my history with fear. I was a fearful child to an extreme degree. Anyone in my family will give you an assortment of stories like the fact that I was afraid to talk to anyone outside of my immediate family until I was age seven, or that if I saw storm clouds on the horizon, that I would literally run inside and hide until the storm came and went, or the times when I would not get off the school bus at the end of the day because I was afraid of my own dog just to name a few delightful nuggets. I allowed fear to control me for my entire childhood. After I graduated from college, I realized that I had spent so many years being afraid of things that were totally out of my control that I didn't even know who I was as an individual. I knew I was meant for so much more. I could feel it in my bones. So that's when I started to dig really deep inside myself. Soon after I graduated from college, I decided I wanted to be a ski instructor before getting a real job. I had no certifications that would cause me to think that I could actually achieve this dream, 
And the only qualification I had was that I had learned to ski as a kid. So I had the skill and I had a love for downhill skiing. Knowing there was little chance that I would be hired on the spot, I very fearfully walked into a ski school in my area, told the ski school manager, hey, I'm a great skier, and I asked for a job. You guys, this was way outside my comfort zone, and considering my history with running a million miles an hour away from fear, it was a miracle that I actually walked into that ski school and followed through with this. To my great surprise, they actually gave me a job as a ski instructor on the spot without even watching me ski. And I ended up loving that job. And I loved the people I worked with. I ended up being a valuable part of their ski program for that entire winter. And I worked part-time for the three or four seasons that followed. The blessings that came out of that job were immense and invaluable. I made lifelong friendships and I found that it was incredibly fulfilling to teach all different kinds of people how to get down a ski hill in one piece, which in itself is kind of ironic because I was teaching other people how to walk into their own fears. That job also gave me a huge boost in self-confidence and the fact that I scaled a massive wall of fear in order to tap into all of that magic set the stage for me for facing future fears. Walking into a ski school where I didn't know a single soul and not having any reason to be hired yet asking for a job, that was the catalyst that launched me into a more successful and fulfilling life. This quickly became a theme for me and I found myself facing fears that I had never imagined facing before. Every single time I decided to look fear in the face and push past it, I found that great things were just waiting for me on the other side, just hanging out and happy to see me show up every single time. You guys, every single human being on this planet faces fears. Everybody. It is so easy to look at somebody who's accomplished and successful and brave and to think that they've had an easy journey and they've had it figured out forever. But I promise you, anyone who achieves success and fulfillment and who accomplishes their dreams faces fear and failure on a regular basis, and this never stops. I love this quote from Bear Grylls, and I think it fits in really well here because, in my opinion, there's no human being in the world who appears to be more fearless than he is. He says, being brave is not the absence of fear. Being brave is having that fear, but finding a way through it. So let's talk about fear as it relates to being an entrepreneur, because the entrepreneurial journey is littered with scary things. I want to say this to you right now. You deserve all of the success and joy and goodness and richness that is waiting for you on the other side of your fears. Any of those fears that are holding you back from scaling your business are not even close to being as scary as you think they are. As you are listening right now in this very moment, I want you to pinpoint the things that are holding you back in your business. Do you have a great project idea that seems way too scary to start? Are you afraid to reach out to someone you want to collaborate with because they're, quote, way more successful than you? Does it seem way too scary to put yourself in front of a camera to record recipe videos? Is the thought of putting your face and voice on Instagram stories enough to make you want to barf? I get it, you guys. I so get it. I experience every single one of those fears that I just mentioned in my own business. 
plus so many more. But remember my story about a fearful young lady walking into a ski school with no qualifications, no resume, no anything really, and asking for a job in person? I think of this every single time I face a new fear in my life and in my business, and every time it assures me that I know exactly what I need to do. I like to picture fear as a big, thick brick wall. I visualize it the same way every time, no matter what the specific fear is that I'm bumping up against. I have two choices, though, as I approach the wall. I can walk up to it and see it as an impenetrable object. I can allow myself to be intimidated by it and see no way around it, no way through it, and I can walk away totally defeated. Or I can walk up to it, scan it, I see it, and I accept it for what it is. It is a wall that seems scary and intimidating, but I don't walk away from it because I know that it is actually a big fat liar. It wants me to walk away. It hopes I will walk away because it doesn't want me to experience the incredible blessings and good things that are waiting for me on the other side of it. If the wall were transparent, I'd get a glimpse into all of those incredible things on the other side. Very faintly, I can hear those good things calling to me from the other side saying, it's just a wall, push through it, get over here. So instead of walking away from this seemingly scary but not actually scary at all wall, I acknowledge it for what it is, but I politely tell it that I am getting to the other side because I know those good things are waiting for me. So I walk right through it, or maybe I smash it with a sledgehammer, or I hop over it like a deer might, or I just simply walk around it. And once I do that, that one time, the next time a wall appears in front of me, I will be so much less inclined to walk away and I will be braver. I'll be brave enough to take that first step through it. And when I start building up a collection of experiences like this, where I knock down wall after wall, success, joy, goodness, richness, all of those good things will start flowing in my life and in my business in great abundance. But what if the wall is thicker than I think it is when I attempt to smash it down? What if it turns out to be too tall to scale because some walls will cause me to fall on my butt? Some attempts at pushing through the wall will result in failure. What do I do then? Do I shrug my shoulders, turn around, and walk away, sulking? No, I keep pushing, and I get past that wall knowing that some walls are just more stubborn than others. I don't give up because shrinking away from fear, it's not an option. I am not a person who shrinks away from fear. I push past it no matter what because I know about that goodness that is waiting for me on the other side. Back to those specific fears holding you back. Pick one of them. Let's say it's putting your face in voice on video. This week, I want you to challenge yourself. Bravely record that video and send it out into the world and see what happens. It will trigger a chain of events that will lead to great things for your business. But you have to keep that momentum going. You can't push past just one fearful thing and stop there. You have to do one, then the other, then another, and on and on. It'll get easier and easier with time and increasingly more abundant for you. Now, speaking specifically to the recipe video example, because that's kind of a biggie, you can either go whole hog or scale it back and start small with this. 
My style is to just do it, go big right away, get it out of the way, like tearing a Band-Aid off my skin quickly. But if you are getting hung up on this, it is 100% okay to start small and build up to it. Instead of jumping right into recording a recipe video, maybe you make an agreement with yourself that you will first get comfortable recording five live videos on Facebook or record yourself on Instagram stories 10 times. Whatever you decide, make a plan and just stick to it. Write it in your calendar so you don't ignore it and always have a clear image in your mind of those good things that are waiting for you on the other side of that wall. How sad would it be to just leave those good things there? They want you to come find them, so go get them. Look at that thing you were afraid of, that wall with a different set of eyes. Instead of seeing it as something to shrink away from, see it as a tool, a really powerful tool for you to wield and use to your advantage. You'll be able to accomplish great things, have increased confidence in yourself, and experience joy and richness and success and goodness when you use fear as a tool for achieving all of that. When you start doing this, your business will start to take off, and I sincerely believe that this simple change will catapult you into new places that you've never dreamed of. And I know this goes without saying, but there are times when you should listen to fear, like when your life is in danger or your gut is telling you to stay away from someone or something that might cause harm. The fear I'm talking about here in this episode is that thing that stops you from working toward your dreams and your goals. It's that thing you know you need to move past in order to be the best version of you that you can possibly be. Here's to jumping into those fears in 2020 and beyond, food bloggers. Thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you back here next time. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk.